What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to episode 110. As always, I'm Jim. I'm Jim. I'm Adrian. I'm also Jim Adrian. As always, mocked the entire intro. You know, as I... We're we're all sitting here (laughs) mouthing what James is going to say. I had no idea what the episode number was. And as I'm listening to that intro, I really fucking hate that song. I'm kind of over it. Well, we can change it. No! You're over it, but you're it the only one that took you a hundred. Founded that song. I know. Yeah, I, found I, I, I found it. I founded it. Founded it. I don't, I don't know. Spent like the seventeen ninety nine. I feel like we should it. just like I don't know. For one time, I just want bourbons and lax by Master P. We can do that. I mean, I'm pretty sure we could use whatever we want to use. We don't monetize anything. Yeah. See, yeah. nobody cares. Like no. we're not. We, if, we, if they, but here's the thing. Now, when they monetize something. Can they make it? I know on YouTube, like when I used to like stream and put like video game clips up, if I had music playing in that video clip, they would literally make it where you they just delete the audio. Yeah. Yeah. Would, could that happen to our podcast? Well, look, yes. we, we've used But no, that because we're help. not on like YouTube or something. So like Spotify won't do that. But more than no, no, they would they would send us a letter first since it would be probably technically the first time that that's ever happened i'm sure we would get a courtesy letter as you use so to much copyrighted being... music and i've never seen one email remember when we did the, bull, the <laughs> bull, bulls episode which i would like you to release that when we recorded about the last dance yeah that should be re-released we've used tons of the kobe, music the kobe I think and we reviewed music videos remember that i think it's because never the, got red flag the for it dozens of people that listen to us don't turn us in. How about right now? That's true. How about right now? I think think of one person, our biggest fan that will turn on us. India. <laughs> yes. Ukraine. <laughs> I want to go around the horn. Do we keep the theme intro, Adrian? I say we change it. Oh, I say it's different every single week until we find the new one. <laughs> but, okay, well, are we going to commit copyright infringement every week? Yes. I don't like that. I say we okay, fine. Find, we will find something. But I will say this: all they'll censor is just the intro. How about we just record ourselves saying we're not going to use this song and we don't own the rights of this song, and then we just jump right into it balls deep? What if we got fucking kazoos and just shush imitated? I'm, I'm all the for music. it. What we if we just I play? Did, I did bourbons and lax. On a kazoo. I think that would be a lot of fun, but we just make our own intro. I guarantee you, anybody that listens to this podcast has no idea what bourbons and lax is. I, I don't. I do. Ty is listening right now. He has no idea what that song is. He's probably like, fuck you, Joseph, for calling me out on this. <laughs> You're going to get a text from him at some point this week yeah. calling you out. Yeah. I look forward to it. We want you on the you. podcast, Ty, you, Ty, at some point soon. I invited him tonight, but he had other prior Did you plans. invite him today to, for tonight? Mm-hmm. I think that's He problem. does that a lot. James will invite people... Very last minute. Well, it's because I have to coordinate with you fellas and make sure you all can get here and we can make it happen. Oh, so. I don't know that that's always true. Yes. Just sometimes. Hey, I'm not the only one. You guys can invite people too. Perfect. All right. I'm just going to bring a random homeless bring guy one. into your house. Do it. <laughs> I think we should totally do that. Adrian's going to bring an inmate. I'm going to bring a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> See all these ones. This, this is yeah. Sheila. You do have a lot of ones. Wow. Where, where are you going? You've been holding KB's on your, Playhouse or what? Holding on your tips. I might go to the Bomb City later tonight. Cabaret. Is that what it is? Is that the one that used to be Beavers? Yeah. Bomb City Cabaret? Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get one of those ladies to, you trying to drop get a, one of these trying dollar to get a new bills. Wife? <laughs> drop one of these dollar bills in my mouth with her pussy lips. Oh, oh my gosh. God. That reminds Whammy. me of that. It reminds me of a horrible experience where a friend had his hat on and she 
with his hat and that those streaks okay. just never went away. So <laughs> the last thing she said was pussy lips. And then you said that reminds me of a horrible experience. And I thought we were going down a completely different rabbit hole. But speaking of, you know, indecent exposure. They I was f- trying to leave there with you. Get your hand off the shaft. Speaking of that as well. trying to do it. Speaking of getting your hand off the shaft. They finally caught him, guys. They did. The After- Polk Street wanker in Amarillo, Texas, has been arrested and is now out on a $2,500 bond. Yeah, it was <laughs> the smallest bond I'd ever seen. A, a, on a, Randall my bond was higher for my DWI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was surprised it was so low. Why? It's just a misdemeanor, right? Now, are, no, are, are no, all Adrian bonds, was talking about. like since you are, anybody else, who's been bonded out? On this podcast, raise your hand. Can't. And I've bonded out my father many, many, multiple, many, multiple many times. years ago. I just got really lucky. I probably should have. Aren't bonds? You have to pay half of what it is, right? You have to pay ten percent. Yeah, ten percent. No, you pay. Yeah, that's what we did with your dad when we went to the Hell's right. bo- right. So, so ten percent. Yeah. And so, did they pay twenty five hundred, or was it ten percent of twenty five hundred? When you read, he a paid two hundred and fifty dollars to bond out. What yeah, the yeah. fuck? No, no, so, no, no, no. Hang on a second. Hang on. His bond is $2,500. If you go to a bail bondsman, you pay them 10%. Yes. They pay the rest of right. the bond. No, I right. know So that. if you don't go to a bail bonds, he could have just paid the whole 2500 on his so own. That, that, that was my confusion was, is the bond, when it says a bond of $2,500, that was the max, right? No, right. That, is, that is how much to get him out. But when you go to a bondsman, you pay them 10% of that. They mm-hmm. pay the rest of the 90 So he had to pay $250 loan. to yes. get out of jail. Yes. Technically, yeah, if you went through a bail bondsman. For- yes. But he probably most likely paid the entire amount. Yeah. Generally, you don't go to a bail bondsman, and I didn't absolutely have to. Because do you it is think? Different- do you think that if a if a minor were to like if somebody that reported him at, and they were like, "My child saw this," do you think the bond would have been higher? I think so. Uh, yeah, dramatically I think, higher. Yeah, I think that's that they're that's that another come charge out. too. That's isn't going it? to come out yeah. definitely. People are going to bring out and say, "My child saw this," because there's no doubt that probably happened. Apparently, he's been doing this for a long if you, time. Now, my question about indecent exposure is, does he, you know, after it's all said and done, whether he shows up to court or not, um, and doesn't off himself or go on the run, which I'm sure one of those two is going to happen. I guarantee that. More that's, than likely. that's like, if I was a betting man in Vegas, this guy's either going to kill himself from public humiliation or he's going to go on the run. But... It's not a serious crime, though. But that's that, and but that's the public embarrassment. So, is. what I'm getting at is indecent exposure. Like because it's been adults, does he have to register as a sex offender? Or is that only if you were indecent exposed to minors? I don't know how that law works. I think if you have a certain number of people that come out as well and and they add counts to it, I think it can shift over to a felony. But what 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 I'm getting at is what what constitutes of being a sex offender. Committing a sex crime, so that that he is a sex offender now. I would think. I would think so. Too, uh, well, yeah. not yet. He'd have to be convicted. convicted yeah, tried you know? and convicted. But right, I yeah. Think I, it think, would lead I think that's that the way. route that that everything is is trending. I don't on. see him I, getting I convicted and not, not being happen. a sex you, offender. You know, it's been so stupid. Is like because uh, the way I found out, you know, he was arrested is on. It was on you know like Facebook, uh, ABC Seven, yeah. like retweeted it or whatever through Facebook. They reshared it and. Uh, there were so many comments, and one of the things that like was cracking me up. There were so many people. It was like like trying to talk about like castle law, where your vehicle is an extension of your home. And I'm like, that's not how that works. Think of the term indecent exposure. What is the second word in that term? 
I know. It's exposure. Thank you, Jared. Yes, it is. Okay. You are correct. It's fine. I'm not, and it's I'm like, following. I'm following. If, if you can fucking see it, it's a crime. <laughs> I can't be beating off in my window as cars drive by in my house. Just because you're in your home doesn't mean you can't be committed for like. To, yes, that, I think that's a perfect example that you just laid out. You I knew can't a guy stand in front of your window jacking off, and as cars drive by, I somewhat feel sorry for this guy. But it's like, man, you gotta you gotta be more situational awareness. There was a, I was at a Super Bowl party party once, and a um, it was the one where I God man, that was like two thousand eight, two thousand seven when um, Manning played the Bears. And Rex Grossman, that was a long, long time ago. I was at a Super Bowl party where a guy went outside to take a leak, and he there was a chain leak fence. It was like 6 p.m. He pissed off the edge of the the balcony, and the neighbor neighbor's daughter across the street saw him, went inside, and said, Mommy, there's a man peeing outside. And he literally got arrested and is a registered sex offender. So, I mean, like, castle law doesn't apply. No. To your vehicle but then at the same time it. if these are comments on social media those people were probably stupid because if you're commenting on the news, probably on the news site um i do uh, i did find one thing interesting though that you had said i don't kind of feel sorry for this guy because that's pretty deviant behavior to drive so around no, 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 I making don't, eye contact no i'm talking about he's sitting here i'm talking about the dude that just had to go outside and take a leak oh at the yeah Super Bowl no, that that's like that that sucks but you should yeah. have been more aware uh, yeah at so, the same time we've all peed outside yeah. So. So I've I've looked up. The I saw Adrian do it I, in I've New looked, Orleans. Uh, <laughs> stick a wee on a bush. <laughs> Is it your special bush? So, so I looked up the information on who in Texas. Every state's de- different, but in Texas, these are the people that have to register as a sex offender because only certain sex crimes do you have to register as a sex offender. Um. Continuous sexual abuse of a child, indecency with a child, sexual assault, aggravated sexual assault, sexual performance by a child, aggravated kidnapping if there was intent to commit a sex crime, same thing with burglary if there was intent to commit a sex crime, human trafficking, child trafficking, continuous human or child trafficking, incest, compelling child prostitution, Possession or promotion of child pornography and possession or promotion of obscene material of children under 18. So he's not going to have to. No. And then. Register. Hmm. So those those people have to register for life. Although. Although. If, if they're convicted of those. So crimes. are there people that can register as a now, sex offender for a on, period of time? Okay, I think yes. an argument can be made, yes. though, that he did sex traffic. Indecent exposure <laughs> involving a child, unlawful restraint, or kidnapping of a child under the age of 17. That's also lifetime registration. These other sex crimes require registration for at least 10 years. Indecent exposure involving a child. Unlawful restraint or kidnapping of a child. A second offense of indecent exposure involving an adult. Bestiality. Soliciting a minor online. Prostitution. Certain instances of statutory rape with a minor under the Texas age of consent of 17. And attempt or conspiracy conspiracy to commit a sex crime that requires registration so that one you said whether it's a second 
count. Party. Second party, yeah. Somebody saw this guy driving well, around with his dick out. Well, a second offense of indecent exposure but involving an adult. A second so offense they're could gonna, be in multiple days. He did it right, in multiple and, and, days. But then, so. And that's why the police are going to need more people to come forward. And that, I read that he's been doing more, this since February of last year? Yeah, for months. Hold up. Hold up. Of last year? No there, shit. There, there's tons of people that said they have... I had like there's there's tons of comments like I called on this guy of July of last year. I call I called apparently he's been driving around and people have reported him and nobody did anything. Yeah, That's if they if if they can if they can get him on multiple offenses the then reason- yes, he'll he'll have to do his sex offender registry, but if this one video that went viral is the only time that they can prove that he's done this, it's it, it he's not going to have to Register. That's crazy. I this thought, could I blow up in APD's face, though. If there's been people that's been calling for the last year and they didn't open up a case or anything, so I have Here's none of that thing, documentation. Not necessarily, though, because think about it. The only reason it, it came out now is because that one video, that was that whoever filmed it on that phone yeah. from that yeah. rooftop. Yeah. That's the only reason. APD. I mean, like they have to go off a of proof, man. They have no proof. Nobody got the plates. Nobody knows. They nobody could really give a location. It's hard to believe that and nobody turned in plates. But that's what I'm saying. Up until that point where they posted it online, that's when they made it. I get what you're getting everyone. at, Jared. But my thing is, is give them the benefit of the doubt. Like they were going off a of hearsay. What I'm saying though is that if there were, this is this is why I say it could because a lot of times people are told file a report online. If they have this data bank of reports that were filed that relate to this exact same thing and nothing was ever done to it despite all these reports it could come back because again it's the same thing with this guy in the grand scheme of sex crimes driving around and jacking off is relatively minor but at the same time it's the fact that he did it for so long i don't know where i was going with that i lost my train of thought halfway through me and james Push light, friends. Me, me and james <laughs> saw a guy once at a porn shop that didn't want to get out of his vehicle now he wasn't jacking off teenager shenanigans but he was embarrassed that we <laughs> were filming him at a porn shop oh yeah i remember y'all did that, that. was probably like his first time and he had thought about it for which months, i'm wondering did finally we got did did we break to go. is it against the law to just randomly film somebody not in public not in public it's not it would have it would have been against the law but is, the is it a porn owned, shop private property yeah, but that's the thing it would have been then against the law if the owners of the porn shop came out and said you're not allowed to do this up until then, you have consent. It's so weird, like how many little things exist as like a technicality, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. It's weird. Like peeing off a balcony. I just, just don't. Just go to the bathroom, folks. I think. I think it's so bizarre that someone was doing that here, like for I see, months. I see and this months shit every day. Months. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> just normal. And Adrian's like, uh, I still find it weird. Jack it off. It was. It was so scripted that guy's life and routine was so scripted yeah, that they route. knew it they just had their yeah. phone out and were like all right it does seem boom, very coincidental is. like they knew this so I, my thing is did did homeboy circle the block like i'd love to just that talk to the people that shared the original video i like, think it's crazy. if you know who shared the original video bomb city dot locker room talk podcast at gmail.com i think it's crazy that he actually made eye contact with the people yeah dude people. he yeah, yeah. he had hand fist and, and mouth and all that like he was just Disease. looking at him well to me <laughs> it all sounded like an episode out of south park like yeah. purely made <laughs> yes. up and all fantasy that's why i'm saying it's just the it's, it's hilarious and, and that's the funny best that name. it happened here that is the best name and that should be on a t-shirt somewhere chicken fucker he reminds <laughs> me oh dude dude let's Yes! 
Fuck no, it. Nobody's trademarked it. Nobody why has. Why don't we sell BCLRT shirts? And it said, like, the front <laughs> is just like a silhouette of that dude in the truck. and From the top down? And it says Polk Street Wanker, and the back says BCLRT. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Yes. 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 No. <laughs> all right, all in favor? Okay, can we at least get them made for us to wear? We can. Why not just make it anyway? Okay. Pitch the idea to I'm, call Shasta tonight <laughs> or make that t-shirt <laughs> to to trey and matt and just pitch the idea to him and, and see what happens mm. yeah let me get through to trey and matt I, I don't know you never know idea. you never know these days um so keeping it local yeah i also saw an abc7 recently that uh hodgetown um you know sod poodles season starts next or two weeks april 11th april 11th and um they are going cashless yes and i saw so many people and it reminded me of when hodgetown was first announced i will not be going i will not be going not doing this not, not can- doing they're it. not gonna get my business anymore is it that big of a fucking deal is this a is this a disconnect from society that like Maybe this is like an age gap thing, like over the age of 50. This is a, and I'm going to go out on a limb and call it the QAnon. It's it's those people. It's the people that think that we're, this is all, we're going to the digital currency and the COVID shot, put the. Oh, so you think it's like politically I think it's, I think it's those. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, it's because I it's people coming, saying we're a cashless society. Everything is going digital. There's going to be the, the mark, social, of, the yeah, the mark of the beast and social report <laughs> cards. And no, it's just people that. Yeah, well, don't want to change the times. Well, look, this is what most MLB stadiums do anyway, and a lot of minor yeah, has league anybody teams ever went to the, the Rangers country. game in the last fucking fifteen years and paid with cash? No, no, and nobody has. And here's the thing: you can bring cash to the stadium. You're just going to have to go to one of their specialized ATMs and load it onto a card mm-hmm. that you can only use at Hodgetown. I have never seen anyone pay cash at Hodgetown. I've been to. I, Dozens of games. Never seen anyone. And, and I'll I tell you with the fake 100. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And the bitch almost took it. Um, <laughs> but my thing is, is I fucking hate being in line anywhere. Doesn't matter if I'm at a fucking sporting event anywhere, and I'm sitting there, and they have to sit and count change and bills out. I'm like, just fucking grab a card. It's almost as bad as a check. Oh, checks the worst. Check is the worst. Yeah, nobody uses checks anymore. Nobody uses checks. Nobody Unless uses checks. still a few over people. sixty. I Dude, still use checks. I haven't carried cash for certain things. On me. Yeah, like legitimately with the intent of like, oh, I'd better get some cash out. I haven't done that since I worked at United and would get cash out from the ATM. I I don't do that anymore. I don't remember the last time I carried cash on me, except like on trips like New Orleans, Ireland, things like that. Mm-hmm. Big big trips. I'll carry cash because it's 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 easier and it's it's safer in case I. Lose Some things you just I'm need d- cash. I'm for. just out that cash, right? Yeah. I'm not out my fucking livelihood if I lost my wallet, my ID, and all that. Yeah. I don't get why people are getting so irate. I mean, this is the way of the future. Everyone is basically cashless, especially when you go to a sporting event, a professional sporting event. You're gonna have to pay with your card. I don't understand what the big uproar is it's just amarillo shit you know because because people wanna, don't it know. starts with this and then the next thing is going to be the rfid chip and then they're going to put that in you and that is the mark of the beast right, in revelations twenty one six. john says and even when you go to a water park you know John's. or sea world or anything like that you've you've got to use if you want to have uh, your cash used you've got to 
load it onto a card. Yeah, or you've got to use your own debit card. No. It's just normal these they days. They should just make everything some sort I wanna, of water park. I want to read I want to read some of these dumbass comments. Yes, please. On please do. on uh, the Sod Poodles baseball. Oh, could this Facebook be the whitest shit? No, this seen? is our new segment, the dumbest shit you read on Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah I like that. This is uh, yeah, so they they just announced this yesterday. So here's some of the comments. Someone said, "Wow, the U.S. currency is so worthless that even baseball stadiums ain't accepting it. Ain't. Oh, they're US accepting it, all right. Currency is so <laughs> worthless. That's stadium. how you. That's how you buy tickets. They, it they may, are it, accepting. It, it may be electronic, and actually, fucking card. Exactly. Not only that, but at what cost to them? What percentage are they having to pay for every transaction? It's like two point five percent. Yes. They have to pay the credit card company, so yes. they're spending this money for this convenience to us, the consumer. So that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty dumb. What is there anything else that's dumber than that? Um, like India see. did say they were going to start trading in the U.S. dollar. And back it's rubies, very but. sad. Workers should protest. They will not get tips in losing their jobs or quit. Hang on, I want to see the picture. And she didn't actually say losing. She said loosing. Of Get course, your of spelling course. right, bitch. I want to see the picture of this woman because I could tell you were trying to of imitate course, what you thought course, she looked like. Of course, her profile picture is blank. So oh, okay. She's some fucking Karen. radical she's conservative. Some, or some, yeah. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's some dude somewhere. It, and if it was a man, he'd have like those white Pe- baseball sunglasses, sunglasses. A, a, a pep, uh, salt and pepper goatee, yeah. and, and just be looking sort of, forward. Yeah, you know, or maybe off a hat. to the side, yeah. with maybe the a hat over here to the right. Yeah, yeah. How do I not make my face look fat? <laughs> We've all seen those memes where they have like a grid of mm-hmm. all those stereotypical white middle-aged. I'm curious: are any of these annoying comments con- a person of color? <laughs> no, not <Yeah>. yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Wait. Okay. So here's another one. Another one. And now we won't be going this season. Not everyone wants to carry a card around. Cash is way easier to deal with. What's going to happen when the system is down? I going just, to take cash. Wait, you can't because you don't expect it. Let's 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 you talk can't about take cash. You just have to <laughs> load it on the freaking card, people. Well, let's uh, let's wait. talk about this for a second. Is cash cash easier in any way? Like I I I remember like oh I've went someplace like a sporting event and I had a hundred dollar bill and I broke it and by the like I I'm pulling out. When I'm doing laundry, I'm like, oh shit, there's that dollar and 75 cents of change that I didn't You know what's funny? About. These people will go to Synergy and they'll have their kids play games and they'll put money on, on that the card. card. Yeah. They'll play games. And they don't That's have not a problem the same with that. thing. It's That's not, not the same thing. This is baseball. <laughs> it's America's pastime. It's better. It's 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 been around since apple pie. Meryl. Meryl. I just I don't know. Like, I, I, it's not that big of a deal. And like, I, I kind of, I wasn't even going down that rabbit hole that you're saying that this is almost like a politically driven thing. I was just like, this is an age gap where it's like people are just setting their ways and they want to use cash. But right. now that you said that, I'm like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because I also don't think that the average age of the person making those comments are anyone over the age of seventy. I guarantee you, it's roughly forty to sixty. And then this guy says, so I will not be going because the cash I carry in my wallet says legal tender for all debts, public and private. Yeah, that's true. But that doesn't mean that they have to allow you to use it because you can use another form of legal tender. People need to get over it. This is the way of the future. I mean, this is what you experience when you go to any major sporting event. Obviously, a lot of people have not ventured out of outside of Amarillo. No, no, they haven't. 
there's one thing that came across in the news recently, baseball related, locally related. They're demolishing the Dilla Villa. Oh. Mm. Yep, you, the you Potter got, County Memorial Stadium. You, you got to see Garth there. Will be no more. That's, I watched a lot of Dilla it was games, only, man. It was only a matter of time. I mean, is it just going to become a bigger parking lot now? Yes, it's just going to be a all parking it is? lot. More than likely, yeah. Interesting. I mean, my grandparents had season tickets there for 40 years. I think it's a great spot for a toot and totem, though. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's sucks, not one man. around there that's a big hub do you, for do it. Do you guys remember going there to watch games? It's dollar oh, yeah. beer night? Dollar well, draft beer night? I don't night? remember it. My mom, oh, yeah. my, mom used Shit, to, yeah. um, my mom used to sell beer. She was a beer lady. Mm-hmm. My favorite was $2 dose during the second inning. Oh, man. <laughs> and they had yeah. that they eventually they built that little restaurant off to the side and they had out, outdoor seating. I miss it. I miss those days. But the location, you know, I'm glad that they built Hodgetown downtown. Yeah. I miss the Amarillo Cocksock. That was hilarious. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember the last time I went to Dilla Villa. The last time it I was, was there so terrible. I went a ton. The last time I was there, they were they were the Thunderheads. Yeah. I remember it was seeing, like 2015. Didn't the Sox play there? Yeah, yeah, the Gold Sox. Yeah, yeah. Gold, yeah. I, that was the last time I went there. Yeah, and there, that was the original. I feel like 2011, 2012, something like that was was a lot of fun. Because I remember the Gold Sox mm-hmm. office being right next to Tatum's. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. I give credit to the owners from from uh, the Amarillo Venom for trying to revitalize baseball. Their at one point, because again, the Emerald Thunderheads were they were owned by the same the same couple that owns uh, that owns the Venom, mm. and they were really trying their hardest to to revitalize it, and it just wasn't the same. Did the Venom still play? They don't play anymore, do they? No, they. It's just the FC Bombers. They're, they're the looking for hey, and a they're new going owner. to the playoffs. And the FC Bombers are going to the playoffs. And I've never been to a Bombers game. I haven't. I feel either. like I should. You've got a um, ton of good soccer players here in yeah. Texas. Yeah. Oh, I've Panhandle. heard they're like amazing team. Yeah. Like, a lot I, of I talent. bet it'd be probably fun. Has anybody been to one? I haven't no, been to one. No. A buddy of mine that I work with goes frequently. The very high, fast paced, exciting. Yeah. It's just kinda, like it's arena kinda, football. It's kind of weird because cause it's, a, I mean, obviously it's a smaller field because it's at the Civic Center. And hell, um, a lot more skill involved, too. Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. you're in cl- close quarters. You've got a, you got to really have good ball handling. I remember going to uh, – I had some friends that used to – I'd go with, like have some drinks and then I'd go to the Bus and Frida com- Sports Complex on Ross and 34th and they'd, they'd play indoor soccer and stuff like that. And that's, yeah. that's, that's what it is. It's just indoor soccer and it's mm. it's incredibly like – I'm way all for semi-pro anything. Sports here. Like the Wranglers, they came back. We used to be the Wranglers back in the 70s. Before the, the – uh, the Rattlers yep. came about in like '95 or '96, which to me was the coolest freaking logo oh, of dude. all time. Yeah, I love the yeah. jersey, man. That white jersey with the the Rattler, and like you still have a hockey puck, don't you? Yeah, and this isn't their traditional logo, but just looking at this puck, that's uh, the one that I like. It's really cool. I like that logo. I like the one where the the A and the snake was like a silhouette like wrapped of the around a. it. Yep. That's a piece of history you got right there. It's like, hey, kids, this is history right here. You, you see this? Uh, yeah, James has an Emerald Rattlers hockey puck from 97 and 98. Here's an unopened Dilla Villa ball. No shit? Unopened. Damn. 
My grandma be, gave me that. That's going to be absolutely worthless. Right before she passed away. But hey, I, from hey, local don't history, ever, don't ever open it. No, that's that's cool, man. That's yeah. really cool. You got so much cool sports memorabilia. I hope your house and, never. Well, gets a right. lot of my stuff, <laughs> like a lot of my old stuff, I had since I was a kid. Yeah, my family just always been into sports. But speaking of more local events going around uh, town, what what happened last night at old MJ's? Oh, eight eight one two three zero. Eight zero zero foe hit Mike Jones up on the low. Mike Jones came to Amarillo. Did anybody go? My thing is like to talk about that. Like, a did anybody know that Mike Jones was going to be here this weekend? I feel like I saw. I had seen. A, I saw it on social media. I had seen an advertisement for it a while back. Yeah, I remember months ago, maybe last year. At some point, it was like Mike Jones is going to be here. I thought I saw that Afro Man was coming to help raise money oh, for yeah. his his new uh, door that they yeah. <laughs> when they raided his house. You know, he's getting sued. By the yeah. police officers listed or in his video. They're such bitches. Yeah, they are. He made that music video. I used to prank hilarious. call Afro Man all the time. I had his cell phone number. Yeah, I mentioned that before. <laughs> One of the episodes you weren't here. We used to we used to <laughs> we used to prank call him all the time. Because uh, a buddy of when he came to Amarillo when I was in high school, um, a friend of mine I won't say his name, but uh, we went to high school with him, and he sold Afro Man weed after the show, and so got invited to hang out with him and got his phone number. So if he was ever in Amarillo again, he'd be able to give him more weed. Uh, I figured and, that that would be why, but thank you for cleaning. No, that. they were going to go to Bible study, is what yes. it was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, let's be real. I was like, "Give me his fucking phone number." And he was like, "Nah, man, I can't do that." And I was like, "No, bro, it'd be funny. We're just going to prank call him, just say stupid shit." He's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> he gives me his phone number. And oh, that's a perfectly we, good we, reason we to give you this prank number. Called Afro Man, and it's recorded on something. Something somewhere has yeah. a. Record. So it's probably on claim the fame, but yeah, I mean, tape. the tickets I heard were ten dollars. Yeah, ten bucks. And it's like, man, I remember, <laughs> I remember, you know, Houston rappers, and maybe it's just because we live in Texas. And, and well, when we were in high school, they they blew up the yeah, third coast. Slim Thug, uh, Paul Wall, Mike Jones, Chameleon Air. Yeah, they were uh, super zero back then. But ten bucks and at MJ's. He fell the do fuck off. Th- yeah, he had to have, right? Like, well, most rappers do. Their longevity is so short. Me, I'm going to look at Spotify. And apparently he's broke because, you know, today I went to the barbershop and got a haircut. My barber was like, last time Mike Jones came to um, Amarillo, it was him and Kirko Bangs. Little flip. <laughs> and uh, my barber went to their hotel to, to cut their hair. Uh-huh. And when, when he went to cut Mike Jones' hair, he cut his hair, and then after he was done, Mike Jones just, like, walked off and, like, didn't pay him or nothing. And my barber was like, hey, bro, like, it's 30 bucks. And he, <laughs> and he, and he was like, uh, oh, for real? Like, you going to charge me? And, he did that this week? Uh, no, the last time he was in Amarillo. And so my barber was like, yeah, like I'm not doing this for free. Like, hell, I'd fuck? expect you to pay <laughs> you me know? more, probably. Yeah. yeah, you should have charged him a hundred bucks. So yeah, like Mike Jones was apparently pissed because my barber charged him thirty dollars for his hair. The arrogance of mediocrity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His last <laughs> album, The Voice, released in two thousand and nine. He hasn't had an album in over thirteen years, twelve years. But so you know his made, early made, work was pretty good. Nah, for the most part, because he was intertwined. I mean, he was catchy. He was intertwined with all those Houston rappers. I, I, yeah, so like, he was a part of. I, it. I, I, I like, think there's a huge distinction between pretty good and catchy. He's it was catchy. 
I mean, when you think of it now, like when we were young and we were in high school, Mike Jones was a shit. But when I think of Mike Jones now, he's fucking trash. Yeah. I, my, my Terrible. F- All right, everybody. <laughs> fa- good fa- back then. Favorite Mike Jones song. Mine's Flossin' with Big Mo. Back then. Still tipping. I like Flossin'. Yeah, still tipping would be the only one that I could think of. But... <laughs> And and he's okay, definitely and he's okay. definitely not the best rapper to come out of Houston. That's no. for sure. Well, we'll we'll call so. our friend because I do remember um, this this guy. He had a uh, <laughs> Ford F one fifty single cab F one fifty from nineteen seventy five, and he put fucking tins in it, and he used to drive around with his fucking uh, Alpine or whatever. And blast Mike Jones. Windows and, down. And so he, 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 I know he went last night. So let's give our old buddy Leonard a phone call and see if he answers. What are you doing? Oh, I'm about to go up to Ponticetta. What are you doing? Why are you going to Ponticetta? I have a show up there. Oh, what? Like a hardcore screamo show? <laughs> yeah. So that's Fucking completely, dashboard. that's completely different from the Mike Jones show you saw last night, right? Yeah, it's pretty sick. All right, well, Amos, you are on the Bomb City Locker Room Talk podcast, and I'll- all right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, man. Like, how was the concert last night? Well, uh, that's not good. Yeah, that's it not- was. It was pretty. It was pretty epic. It wasn't a big turnout, but like, it was. It was pretty cool seeing. Seen him live. <laughs> All right. How many so, people? How many? How people many were people there? were took there? Me to, took me back to like high school oh, days. Oh no, we'll get to that in a minute because I already talked about the F one hundred and fifty and the tins you had in the back, um, blasting that album when it came out. Yeah. But and we'll yeah. get to we'll get to that in a minute. But how many people were at MJ's? Roughly, <sighs> was there at least a thousand? Forty no. forty months. <laughs> Maybe a hundred, if that. God damn! And how much were the tickets? So, the regular ticket was thirty nine, and then they had VIP for like seventy or seventy five. Did you get the VIP? We went to the door because we didn't buy tickets. And we're like, we'll just go see if we can get in. The place was dead. We got there at like seven ish. Uh, well, no, it was like nine. It was nine. Nine nine thirty. Place was dead. The door guy comes out. He's like, "Hey, uh, tickets are twenty dollars, but if you say you want to only pay ten, then I'll sell them to you for ten. So we got in for. <laughs> <laughs> you got in for the VIP for ten bucks. Well, just just to get in for ten. I don't know where the VIP was. There wasn't oh, like okay. any. So you didn't like have like a meet and greet. You didn't get to meet Mike Jones. Who? No, we took pictures with him. Oh, you did. Yeah. I didn't see that. Did he charge you for the picture? No, I just took pictures with you. Oh, he was just out and about in the crowd afterward? Well, there's like, as soon as he got off the stage, uh, he like went to the side and everyone lined up and he took pictures with everyone. So I'm, I'm curious, like, what was the demographic there? Was it mainly a bunch of people over the age of like 34 and up? Oh, it was- it was all like old white people. <laughs> awesome. There wasn't even any niggas there. What the fuck? <laughs> did he did he bring anybody with him? Uh, there was like like any special guests that you knew who they were. Little Kiki no, the Don. There's like this one little dude. <laughs> Little Kiki the Don. Who was just like 
maybe it was. I don't this know. is a hype hype man. He kind of looked like he kind of looked like flavored Flav. <laughs> Little Kiki. <laughs> nah, I think that might have been Little Kiki. <laughs> no, I don't know. It might have been because I was like, man, I don't, I don't know. But then they had like a few people open up for him that I think were just like local or from around the area. All right, all right. Nikki Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bro, I'll see you a picture. You'll send me a picture. All right. Um, did, did how many songs did he do? I he played a pretty good set. I mean. Did he played. It, did he do still? Did you do still tipping? Yeah, he he opened up with still tipping. Did he? Did he do? Uh, uh, and then fl- he, actually, he actually like he ended like the the set with like new material that he's been writing. I guess. Oh Jesus Christ! I bet that was god awful. Uh, oh. What would what would you rate it? Were you happy? I know you loved him, and that's what I want to get to real Dude, quick. I mean, you had was, you you I had that grinning. album. I was grinning ear to ear. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I bet you were. <laughs> I know you loved him. Did you get my picture? Uh, hang on. <laughs> let me play. Let me, let me see. Uh, yeah, I, bought, I bought us all shirts last night. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Look at this picture. <laughs> oh my God. So like all night, I was just, I was just like walking around, holding up my shirt, like taking pictures with it. <laughs> <laughs> and the shirt says, "Still tipping." On four fours. <laughs> <laughs> How much was this shirt? Thirty dollars. Uh, I bought three. I spent sixty. Three for sixty. That's not a bad deal. Not bad. I'll take that. that. But they're just like you could tell. Like you could just remake that shirt yourself if you wanted. To. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just some girl at the door who made them. Like, did it had no affiliation with those, Mike Jones? Some local chick. Because I, I just paid like some random lady on venmo <laughs> she's like yeah give me your venmo you got hacked she ironed them on dude, like was, 30 minutes before the it. concert all right and so like, what, do you, what do you think what it was it was it and all the concerts you've seen you saw blink 182 you've seen all the bands that you've seen where does mike jones rank um, well that's hard because it's it's different genre i know i will say I was more turnt seeing Mike Jones in Zero. Really? I don't know about that. I'd probably. Like, I don't know what, if it's because it was. You're like pissing a, Adrian little, off right now. <laughs> I think maybe because it was like a little shitty bar, and like there wasn't that many people there, so like we're like right, right in front of him, and I don't know. It was just how do you feel? Drank, like do you think we drank you, like four buckets of beer? So like we were all just like fucked up toasted so we just like it was just fun dude i worked at 24 last night i didn't know mike jones was in town until i looked at snapchat and i was at waffle house at work <laughs> and i was like i should have went up there and met y'all but i'm surprised we didn't get called for shooting at mj's oh we really thought like something was gonna pop off but like i guess <laughs> it, it was nothing but 40 thing. white people in the fucking <laughs> concert crowd <laughs> yeah it was a the it punk was street worker was, was like there bikers, like <laughs> biker dudes and like just older white white couples who like when they started rapping like they you could tell they like i don't know why they're even there they're just like <laughs> well his uh, name's mike they're jones like, they're probably like oh mike jones it's a nice jewish boy <laughs> they're like pissed off or something like they're annoyed <laughs> <laughs> they were just like out mike at the jones. bar and got stuck there yeah like as soon as mike jones came on like everyone got up and was like Everyone was up towards the front. 
So like it changed, like the energy changed from like the, you know, shitty local people rapping, like no one knew. So no one cared. So everyone just stayed sitting down and they're up there like jumping up and down, like trying to hype everyone up. And like, everyone was just sitting down, like drinking beer. Hmm. Did he make a super late appearance? I wonder. Yeah. How, what time did he make the stage? Dude, so we got there. The tickets said like seven to eleven thirty or something. And dude, we got there at nine nine thirty, and he didn't come on for like three like three more hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. He didn't show up till midnight, like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I remember. By the time he performed, like we got done, and we're like, all right, we got like thirty minutes. Let's go hit the R and R, and you know, drink one more beer. After your four buckets. Yeah. You have a problem. That's <laughs> <laughs> when we went to Waffle House, and it was like three in the morning. <clears throat> well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you got to see one of your idols. I just wanted to see how your experience was because we were talking about Mike Jones came, and none of us knew except through your. We live vicariously <laughs> through you, so I'm glad. You, I'm glad you got to see we're your hero. Know us. We're, we're always going to show, so yeah, y'all, you're a scene kid. Uh, you know, you got to support the scene. And uh, I got like four four mugs from Waffle House last night. <laughs> <laughs> you boy. stole mugs? <laughs> last time we went, got one. You fucking well, thief, a Leonard. A couple of them were given to us. Oh, they they just working. oh they just gave them to you. She did. <laughs> she was like Jeremy's or like uh, Nicole's aunt or something. I don't know. Oh Jesus Christ! What Waffle House were you at? On uh, Western. Mm, okay all right well amos thank you for being a part of this podcast i'll call you later i love you and uh uh 281-330-800 fo oh represent you know what i told him last night what'd you tell him because we like took a picture with him and i was like i was like hey man i've been like a long time fan like Awesome eating. I was like, much love. <laughs> <laughs> much love. Much love. That was the most hood I'm thing you could drunk, think of. So I, was, I, I like, didn't know what to say. And I, I, my drunk ass said, much love to my <laughs> <laughs> Your Your white ass is like, what is something ethnic <laughs> that I could say to this man that makes the music that I enjoy? <laughs> much love. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Bye, Leonard. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, so, man. So, speaking of MJ's, did y'all know that Polly Shore is coming too? I heard that. To MJ's? To MJ's. Yeah, on the what 20th, the fuck? The 20th of this month. What the fuck is he going to do? Stand up? Yeah. Oh god, He's doing that's gonna be so bad. Let's just that's go, gonna be let's hilarious. Go. So funny. We should, no, we, should hilarious. we should bring all the shit, set it up at a table, and just pull and it just out. Start the podcast. <laughs> just pull it out while Polly Shore and like don't even acknowledge that he's there and just podcast the whole time that he's there. <laughs> and he's fucking gains. I bet he would come sit down with us. I get damn right he would. All I remember that dude for is like being a VJ for fucking MTV. Like his movies were fucking terrible. His movies were his Zeno Zeno Man is great. Hilarious. Yeah, but Fuck. not because of Polly fucking Shore. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Polly Shore is Dead? There's a lot of porn stars in it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that made it worthwhile. Son-in-law. Son Son-in-law was Son-in-law terrible. Was They're all bad. Great. What? What has he done? Okay, fine. Oh, let's do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask y'all a question. What do you think happened first? We all, you already know Mike Jones's 
album, last album was 2009. Do you think Pauly Shore had an album or a movie since then? Who has who has the most oh, recent yeah. contact t- yeah. content? Mike Jones or Pauly Shore? Pauly Shore. Probably Pauly Shore. Pauly Shore because he's appeared on like TV shows. Yeah. And things no, like, like actual movie. Like game shows. Movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pauly Shore. Not just TV show yeah, or Pauly some Shore. bullshit. You're saying Pauly Shore. Yeah. His last film was... Probably like 2017. Biodome. Fucking <laughs> 2021. <laughs> he seems to be well liked. And Pinocchio, he was Pinocchio, a true story, but it never got released. He was Pinocchio? <laughs> Apparently. Have you heard any of his stand-up before? It's pretty bad. I do remember, like, that's how he started. Before he was an actor, he was a comedian. Don't you want to see the train wreck? Let's go. His parents are the ones that created No, the because I don't want to give him money. His parents are the ones that created the comedy store in L.A., which opened the door for a lot of comedians. Mitzi? Yes. Mm-hmm. Th- that's that's his mom. That's his mom. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. His, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's why his he. Parent- that's how he got a job, man. Yeah, that's okay. Was from his parents. I had no idea. That's he got, right. he got, he I mean, he is a no talent white guy. Nepotism is how he made it in Hollywood. Oh. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm down to go see him. Before that, I think it'd be a lot of fun. That club used to be a freaking mob headquarters back in the day. Comedy store, now it's haunted. Ugh. <laughs> Jesus All Christ! The people that got murdered there. Yeah. Fuck Polly Shore. We're going to switch gears just a tad. I mean, we've been talking about things that have happened locally this week. Um, we'll get into something else that wasn't local, but I saw this on Twitter and I wanted to discuss it. Um, there was another shooting in Nashville, and we're not going to get into that part of it. Like, you know, uh, this is, uh, in, to quote Childish Gambino, this is America. There's another shooting every fucking day of the week. I don't care about that. But... Um, we talk shit on the right wing and the Republicans and things like that earlier. So it's time to give the opposition equal time. Um, like South Park, they can make fun of everybody. So, so can we, so we're going to talk shit on Democrats. Um, this is the way that your commander in chief, uh, addressed the nation after a shooting and several children were killed. The White House. This isn't an AI voice, by the way. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. Folks, uh, it's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? They're your kids, all four of them? Well, stand up, guys. John, we'll jump back in here. Um, yeah. As um, considering uh, the moment. Like you. So um, we were, we were that's good. That so... So that's where it started, and and the backstory that I'm getting to that, that I guess they said to play damage control to that was they cut too soon before he was to address it. But I mean, read the fucking room, man. Like if you're supposed to be the president of the United States, and you're addressing that another school shooting that's already a hot topic that you already probably need to tippy toe around. It doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. 
whether you're Republican or Democrat or not, if you were the president of the United States and another school shooting happened, you're going to have to tiptoe around a, a subject matter that is 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 topic weekly, monthly, yearly in this country, and that's how you come out. Sad thing is, is it looked like he was reading the room because they ate all of his shit. Yeah, up. They, yeah, they That's were. It, it sounded like he was performing Saturday night at the fucking comedy. Yeah, they're store. like, "Oh, we're so glad to see you right now," as opposed to, "Oh, dear God, thank you for addressing." Like the, that, solemn the solemnness wasn't there. No. It was just, and and, and my my thing is like, okay, well, to play devil's advocate for a minute, I wonder if we've been gaslight on other presidencies when they've addressed like bad things. Do they come out and make jokes? Maybe that was cut too soon. I'm not buying that though. Like, I really think this fucking guy, there's something wrong with him. Oh, definitely. I, I don't even think he knew it happened. He has borderline <laughs> Did you hear the way he, he slurred his words? You no, couldn't even dude. understand him. He's, he's so, like, I'm scared because I feel like we're very close to this man going to an infirmary. Not that I'm, I think he's a good leader or anything like that. I don't feel like he should be in charge whatsoever. And I don't feel like he should be president. But I'm scared because the people that are behind him that are so far left could take over if he was placed in some kind of like thing. And they probably already running the show. I'm sure he has no idea what's going on. I saw a video recently too of like, did you see the one Jared where they were, it was a guy and they, they were hot mic'd and they didn't know it. And he had a handler that was telling him where to walk. Mm -hmm. And when he addressed these people, they spray painted a blue line to be like, Joe stand here. Like he can't even fucking function. No. As an adult anymore. Like, he's he's so fucked up, Alzheimer's, or whatever's going on with him. Uh, it's not normal. No. He's he's incredibly old. He's been doing this a long time. But, yeah, no, it's it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing watching him address people. It's embarrassing watching him dodge questions about trying to play both sides. Um, Senator Hawley had said that this should be um, looked at and, and tried as a hate crime, you know, investigated as a hate crime. And Biden was asked, do you agree with that? And he was just like, no, no, I don't agree with it. Just to provide a counterpoint instead of, yeah, it's a hate crime. I mean, the, of course. You know, it's one group attack. It's a person attacking a group now, specifically on their belief. I don't know. And I don't, like I said, I don't want to get into that shooting. We won't get I, into I, shooting. This, this, this podcast we all deem to be like sort of comedy relief from the bullshit that we see in regular life. So I don't even know the backstory of the shooter. I know it was a woman that was 28. Yeah. So I don't I don't even know why she shot that place up. And frankly, I don't care. Not that I don't care that kids were killed. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just tired of it. Yeah. I'm tired, tired of, of everything being in our face. Yeah. This is shit like this has been happening since the fucking eighties, seventies, sixties. We just have it in our face all the time. That's why it's so pertinent and people need to realize that. But I, I just wanted to be like just kinda like, you know, we talk shit on the Republicans for a minute, so I wanted to talk shit on the Democrats to be like, man, this president's fucking Is he the worst? In history? I think he's worse than Trump. I, I do too. Oh yeah, he's definitely worse than Trump. I don't Adrian, is he the worst? <laughs> I don't know if I would go as far as calling him the worst, but he he's definitely terrible. Um Maybe, I mean, it has I to mean, be the last two as number maybe, one and number two. And, right? and, oh, maybe and the fact Nix, that Nixon, the last two the last two were pretty fucking Nixon bad. was Both pretty stupid too. Yeah, Nixon was bad. Watergate. Uh, Brock had his moments where he was pretty terrible in moments. But he's a lot better than both of them. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, would t- I would take Brock over Trump or Biden right. any day of the yeah. week. 
The only fact of you know Trump had or Biden had or Obama had Biden is just, nah. Trump had good policies. I would just, I would take Trump over Obama any fucking. Trump day. had good policies. He would just tweet. The only the reason shitter. the only reason personally for me that I would pick Obama is because of the the Obamacare helped to get my shoulder fixed because it was a previous injury, a previous existing injury that I without that I wouldn't have been able to get it fixed. A lot of people on the right will 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 get upset at comments like that, but Affordable Care Act. I mean, it, it fucked up a lot of stuff, but it was healthcare in our country. Is it's fucked up, terrible. Oh, dude, yeah, like the, the, the Affordable Healthcare Act. As shitty in parts as it is, healthcare in America has been shit for years. Yeah, and yeah. it still is. Yeah, but that's that's where that's my defense for Obama. That right? certainly helped a lot of people. And I mean, at I least know. at least he was a fully functional adult. And, yeah, when I say I, I would Biden. choose him over those two, just because of his ability, professionalism, to speak and just yeah. kind of being down to earth and a family man, and he seemed more gra- gravity. Gra- what's the word I'm looking for, Jared? Gravitas. Well, like down that, to earth. that down to earth, like you know, he just he just seemed more like a functional human being than yeah. Trump or Biden. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot stand Trump. I cannot stand Biden, and it sucks that those are the two that we had to choose from. I liked I I actually this is a, a taboo thought, but I actually liked W. I really did. I liked George I, W. I liked Bush. Oh yeah, I mean he was a he he was just as much a cog as Biden is. Like, Adrian's face. People people <laughs> running the show behind him. I I wasn't that big of a fan. I mean I let me put the put I, it this I'm way. talking about over these guys recently. Yeah. I'm not saying like yeah. like my favorite president of all time is probably. FDR. Clinton. Clinton. FDR. Clinton. Clinton getting sucked off in the Oval Office. FDR. Like, my favorite leader of all time Kennedy. isn't even from this country. <laughs> Winston Churchill. I love yeah. some Winston. Some British. Some British. <laughs> what accent was that? It wasn't supposed know. to be. A Smeagol. So we don't, we, don't, we don't have to go Smeagol. down the, the rabbit hole unless y'all have anything else to say about no, that. I, uh, one of the only things that I wanted to talk about was the fact that... we have that person in charge. That, that's what I was yeah. getting at. This was just it? is asinine that this is how you address the nation. Yeah. But did you see that Trump was going to get indicted? Or is being indicted and will be arrested? And this is all circulating around the hush money that he no, paid. Yeah, yeah. We're supposedly... Suppo- okay, so he's got like 30 counts God of... Goddamn Stormy Daniels and those tits took this man down. <laughs> <laughs> we got him! We got I him! I can't wait till Have South y'all ever Park seen a Stormy, Stormy Daniels porn before? No. no. I have. She was good. Yeah, was it Trump she, in it? Nice girl. <laughs> nice girl? Nice girl. She played nice a nice girl. girl. No, so he faces more than 30 counts related to business fraud in the indictment. And they think that, because generally it's a misdemeanor, and they think it moves over to a federal crime because some of the <clears throat> some of the endeavors and some of the money that was moved was done so with campaign finance funds or campaign funds, and so it's actually a federal crime, and so it's a felony. And Do you think he's going to get convicted of this and serve jail time, prison time? No, no. no. He's no he'll, I mean, he'll definitely he'll get arrested. Exactly. He'll get fingerprinted. He'll get handcuffed. We'll probably get that image of Trump walking in with his hands cuffed and a couple of you know officers yeah, NYPD blue crime, behind him. A crime was committed, but this feels very much of a reach. Like goddamn, we this this feels like the left being like goddamn it, we didn't get him on anything else. We're right. gonna get him on this. We're gonna try but to get him on this. T- I think it's a genius move because the best thing for the left, in my opinion, is to put everything in the world about Trump. Because everyone watches Trump at all times, and if you're watching Trump, they can do whatever the hell they want to do. And for those listening, before you get, you know, your 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 NASCAR sunglasses and your goatee on Facebook profile picture, Jared Scott <laughs> is very, no. very, very far from ever being a liberal. No, God, no. So, libertarian. 
No, not even that. I'm more conservative. Yeah, you're. Really- I'm, I'm a progressive conservative because I'm. I have a lot of social conservative values, but at the same time, I have a lot of progressive. See, I have. I have. Well. I have social, socially progressive values. So I guess in that aspect, I'm liberal. Like, but I'm very libertarian from the stance of, I'm gonna own my guns. Yeah. Weed should be legal. Screw the government. Fuck the government. Stay out of my business. <laughs> more I don't f- care if if people want to cut their dicks off and, and be whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, more f- just don't fight in the UFC. Most of mine is I'm a lot of I'm very fiscally conservative. I what? think that's the best way of putting it. I don't think we should be spending a lot of money on stuff. Why yeah. are you trying to creep? Yeah, I keep it on the down low. Ain't nobody but I got to know. So we've got an audience member joining us. Mrs. Estella. Fair chisel. You gotta you should chisel. You gotta finish it. Um but so So but here's my question. Do you think he will be convicted and or serve jail time? No. Convicted I don't even think that'll happen. They're just uh, trying uh, to smear him. I don't think he'll be convicted that's, or that's so their, that's their goal. Time. They know damn well he's not gonna serve any prison time for this. They just wanna degrade his name as much as possible because like you said they're they're so pissed off that he they was, didn't get him for anything they don't else. Want he was him, our president they don't want him to be president in they, 2024 they, that's, that's and exactly they know that's that's yeah. what's this about to the, fucking happen this is the he's only about way. to get fucking reelected. but this that's is exactly do you think he'll win absolutely absolutely oh, if we get that shot of him just, just because of the amount will. of people that would vote for him right yeah absolutely because we, of how shitty fucking biden right has been right these right last four but what, years, I, what i'm getting at is definitely i don't win. even know jared adrian do y'all know who who's the other primary can who's the main primary candidate can't santorum isn't it desantis desantis, DeSantis. santorum <laughs> santorum was like eight years ago yeah. but desantis that, right yeah, do you yeah, think Ron DeSantis, DeSantis gets it Beto. over him? <laughs> okay, so I think I Jesus. think if we, I think this will play in Trump's favor, and Trump will play the dirty game. I think this is a good opportunity for Trump because he lives in Florida, and DeSantis has already said, "Hey, Florida is not going to support an extradition." I think Florida, I think this would be a perfect opportunity for DeSantis and Trump to get together and to work together as a kind of like a defiance oh, thing, so you but think- it's not going to happen that way. And so it's going to be Trump. If he gets, if we get that picture on the New York times of him handcuffed, he will be the Republican primary candidate. Like he will but, be the guy that, we but aren't, if you're convicted of a crime, I didn't know t- he's going to be arrested. He's going to be arrested no matter what. So that's what I'm saying. Can he even be president? Yeah. Cause that's a felony. No, no, it's not a felony. This is, he's being arrested for it, but he's not being convicted for it. He's he's going to be arrested. He has an indictment. But out. the he's trial going to be arrested. But the trial and everything else is going to completely fall through because Stormy Daniels in like 2016 signed her name onto a piece of paper that said she made the whole damn thing up. Mm-hmm. And every there's there's so much other. The basic thing is is what they're what they're saying. They're trying to tie a connection to the um, the hundred and thirty thousand dollars that Stormy Daniels was paid as an illegal usage of campaign funds, which would make it a felony. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happened. Basically, Michael Cohen, who's already a convicted, like this guy perjured and was convicted and served federal prison time for being a convicted liar. He's a convicted liar. A lot of what this case is, is that convicted liar saying, no, 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 this is what actually happened. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of merit to the case. It's not going to happen. It seems like a political ploy. But, but he it will also be arrested. He will be arrested. A warrant will be issued. A warrant will be issued. He'll be arrested. He'll have to turn himself in. If he doesn't turn himself in, it's going to be a fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that's just bad optics also. 
But I, I, I seriously think if we get that shot on the New York Times of him handcuffed and two NYPD officers leading him up to the courthouse, I think definitely he gets he will be the next Republican candidate, not DeSantis. <laughs> Yeah, because everybody, like, they ain't going to do that to my president. Yeah, well, yeah. no, and that's, that, that's where I, 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 oh, some bitch. All, all the hardworking blue collar folk that don't even know anything about Trump were going to vote for him again, and I just see yeah. him becoming. President I mean, his either. base does not move. That twenty five to thirty percent of the Republican Party will never vote for anyone else but him, as long or whoever he as says long as to vote he's, for. Yeah, exactly. As long as he's exactly. running, yeah. which is terrible because what he did, the amount of support that he provided with specific people in the Senate race last year, is what caused us to not be able to hold the Senate last year, as well as in twenty twenty, because he's just a bad fucking politician well enough about that um moving on to the main topic for this podcast james whip a dick out we had a <laughs> uh, new idea produce street wanker we're all four of us are going to come to the podcast with a random topic to riff on for a certain amount of time hopefully try to keep it small not incredibly in depth maybe five to 20 minutes um five to 15 i'd say and we don't know what the other person's going to ask or what their topic is. So, James, what's your, what's your topic this week? Okay, this is one we can all relate to. Um, and it falls under the category of worst everyday injuries. For example, migraines, hangnails, stubbing your toe, sack tap. Mm. Okay. What the back fuck is pains? Sack tap? Like, like getting your like your when, sack when dudes just go slap to other guys and just like whack, biting and they, your they tongue, their balls, biting your cheek and because like oh I don't know if, if, if I, if <laughs> I don't I, have balls if you had balls and I went like that that hurts way more than me going bam and just punching you in the dick burning your tongue that hurts way worse because it's like this resonance of oh it's almost it's like, all in you your know, stomach like when you wind a towel and you smack somebody on the mm-hmm. ass that's worse than just slapping their ass yeah yeah definitely. So you're saying you want to know what what do you think what do you think the worst like what it, what what is injury? each of our worst everyday injuries that are that are common that are terrible so they're agonizingly I'm gonna go first the worst this is when I'm reaching for something and the corner uh, or the edge gets in between my fingernail oh. and my fucking finger and that shit happens Ooh. all the goddamn time and yeah. it sucks and it makes me want to cry. I don't just. So I don't have that knows. happen that often, though. Dude, but it I know happens to me. About. It feels like it happens every damn yeah, day. That usually happens when, like when I'm working with like wood or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, it'll get up well, under one the of nail my bed. one of my daughters. She's got three pillows, and they all look alike. But one of them, when you flip it over, it has the uh, the sequence or whatever that you know you, you push it one way and it has it looks like one image, and you push it the other way yeah. and it looks like the other. And if I grab it from the wrong angle, those things are so hard and sharp that it just digs under each of my four fingernails that I'm reaching over and it causes me severe anxiety and pain. That would be mine. Who's That's next? a good one. That's a good one. We all can relate to this. Everybody has something that they, that hurts them or they do to themselves. That is the worst. I mean, I don't do it to myself. I guess that technically I do, but yeah. what about you? What's yours? Biting my fucking cheek. Dude, I do that it, all the Right now, my cheek where? fucking kills but because where? I bit is the it, back of it. Oh, is it the same general localized spot? And I bit every it twice, time? and it's it's throbbing right now. It's terrible. Now that's that, usually now, now that I've finally pulled out this wisdom tooth, I don't have that problem that anymore. I probably should do that because that's what happens. It's I mean, that back tooth. It's all we're all getting older. I mean, shit, back pain is one too. What's yours, Adrian? 
My gout. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, gout. Yeah. Does the alcohol fuck with it like they say it does? Um, does it's your feet alcohol hurt or and worse than when you drink. It's alcohol and and red meat. Yeah. How bad is that pain? Um. I turn that shit down. If, <laughs> yeah, you're next too. If I if I don't take if I don't take my medication, um, the pain it the pain will be so bad. I, like I can't even put like a sheet over my foot. Is it just in the toe, the great toe, or the whole foot? Um. Well, the pain starts off in my big toe, and again, if I don't take care of it, it'll spread to other parts of my body. Like it'll it'll that uric it'll go it'll go up, up to my knee. It'll is that what gout is? Is, it, is that just uric acid? Mm-hmm. Over a little it, uric it, acid? It, it starts in the great toe and then uh, works its way up through yeah, neuropath- your, your neuropathic uric, pathways. Your uric Ugh. acid will start to crystallize. And, uh, yeah, it usually starts off in your big toe. It literally, literally just feels like your foot's on fire. That's what it feels God, like. God, that would suck. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Well, going from that, mine's yeah, pa- pa- paper cuts. Like, there's different levels of paper cuts because there's regular paper and then there's like cardboard paper cuts yeah. or Manila folder paper cuts. Paper Ooh. cuts, or um, I have a real bad problem of like my cuticles. Isn't that what that is right here? Like when the skin gets the ripped sides. off. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That hurts. That's annoying. No, another one for you. You should have said would would be sunburn. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking <laughs> I, I I'm very fair skinned. I'm Irish and I have the red hair and so my skin tends to scorch. Scorch in severe earth. heat. Those of you that red, are unsure what's Just that, yeah, so y'all know, ginger. he's red as fuck right now. <laughs> it's so bad. I mean he's got a Braves jersey on and I can't tell where it's I stops. was at I was at my son's first baseball game today and uh, we were out there from one to six thirty in direct sunlight and I didn't but that's yeah, the worst pain bad. of all yeah, is, is having a fucking sunburn. And we're only like a couple. Worst? We're we're that's a couple of weeks. I don't know. Ball kicks spring. suck. And, and let me ask this: since we got Adrian and Estella standing right here, I've always heard that getting punched in the tit. So, but I've always heard that's the thing. Like that's the thing that would make a woman drop is if you punched them in the tit. For, for, for sure. But I gotta tell you, mine when I stump my toe all the time. My toe, my fat toe, when I'm walking around and I just stump it out the end of the bed and it hurts so bad, I can feel it in my whole foot. Or um, walking in the room or anywhere in the kitchen or in the office and I always get the corner of the freaking desk or the corner of the bed. I have bruises on my legs. Or, and James like, where did you get that bruise? I agree with that. Like when it hits like the yeah, quarter, like the right corner, here, if this. this was low and it hit right here, yeah, that fucking kills. Or those, no, those, the, the, side, the, the shin. I was going to say the side of your ankle, the ball of your nah, ankle when shin. you bang it up against a couch Hitting or something that has the little balls. Anything. It's shin's pretty bad. It's, shin is bad. All right. So I have a social experiment I want to try. You two both stand up. Men more pussies than women? I mean, oh, yeah. 100%. Definitely. Man, sure. man, man flu's a thing. Yeah. yeah. 100% man flu's a thing. Like yeah. when I'm sick. With the same shit oh, that my fuck. wife has, Got him. I won't get out of bed. Got him. Well, and yeah, a, a, a tap on the nuts hurts, and we uh, don't get birth. So that's true. Is yeah, that, that, hey, I mean, that's, that's kind of a big that's, clearing thing right there. Did you hear what he said? What? He said a tap on the nuts hurts, but we don't give birth. Yeah. Or if you have children, barefoot on Legos. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's up there. Anytime you step on something, you're not expecting to be sharp. Burning your tongue. On burning on your like face off. Hot food. Yeah. 
God, I hate that. I, I, I get you ever upset swallow most? the hot food and then like it burns all the fucking yeah. way down? The worst part your about burning reflux. your mouth, though, when you're eating something, is that then you can't taste shit. And so if it tasted good exactly. that one time, it's just it's, everything else is a tease. For a day. Like, yeah. if you burn it on hot coffee, you ain't tasting shit. Yeah, and I always feel like I'm, I'm licking multiple... Canker sores. Canker yeah. sores, yeah. Canker mm, sores are bad. God. I used to nick my mouth, my gums with my toothbrush yeah, all the you time. Did. Yeah. There's times, there's times when you're trying to have a pimple popped and it's not quite there yet, and when your wife has to dig her fucking fingernails into your back, that's never fun. I was at a party one time and I had this roar, roar, royally gnarly zit on my back, and our friend Paul uh, popped it with two quarters. I worked for a week to try to get that thing to come to a head, and I couldn't get it. And so I was really drunk, and I said, man, this thing hurts. And he just got two quarters, and he went, <laughs> and that shit went, <laughs> right in his face. It just exploded. Right on his face. So, All right, Jared, what's your topic? Well, my topic I brought up first. It was the Trump being indicted. Oh, and so we you already discussed that. it. Yeah. All right, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> what's your topic? Uh, so fucking baseball season started. It did, <laughs> indeed. And the Rangers' fucking offense is fucking the shit. Sixteen to three against the Phillies today. Hey, that's twenty-seven. Po- that's twenty-seven runs in two games. Mm-hmm. But my my the thing I want to talk about is <laughs> so the the first game. It was what eleven to seven, I think. Mm-hmm. Was Come the back. Final that score. was the final score. They were able to finish that game. Even though 18 runs were scored in that game, they were able to finish the game in less than three hours. And it was, uh, I think a it lot was, of it had yeah. to do with, oh, with hell, the pitch I clock. I was, I wanted to Wait, Is it that. the greatest change in sports history? So here's the deal. <laughs> the average game <laughs> last year was three hours and 11 it. minutes. Mm-hmm. The average game so far this season is two hours, two hours and 45 and 20, minutes. 20 to 25 or something like that. 45 minutes. So, so there's 30 like, minutes. Well, yeah. That's forty minutes. That's forty minute difference. That's a big difference. That's the amount of time it takes clock, you to leave the. I think stadium. it's. I think it's a great thing. The pitch clock. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I really do. I like, hate it. There's a lot less bullshitting and just fucking pitch the goddamn ball and let's fucking play. That's yeah. to me is why I hate it. Why? The pastime. It's something like, like I don't know, like you're fucking with the integrity of the game because it's like how many fucking outcomes of games that have already been played. Like, I don't like any sport that changes major things that could affect outcome of wins and losses. I don't see how that affects yeah, outcomes, though. What do you mean you don't see how it affects when it's that how? quicker? You're, you're forcing that pitcher to go, like, I don't know, like just the fact of like, think about like being in a playoff game, right? And it's like game seven of the World Series, and you got that 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 moment where the broadcast, and you're just seeing the pitcher stare down, and all that shit, and the tense, the intensity of it. I don't know. Like, I don't like anything that changes the integrity of the There's game. There's still intensity; it's just faster intensity. But what I'm, <laughs> and they're all they're all going to adapt to it. There's Look, still going to be stare downs. It's still going to be intensity. It's just it's like a pitch rule, the to fucking me, ball. To me, it's a rule mm-hmm. change that. I'm all for it. What's From experience, the, what's, what's playing the, hundreds of games throughout my lifetime, I always hated games that would fucking drag on and drag on and drag on and from, from the pitcher, you know, doing his little ritual and routine before he got on the and mound. And same thing with the batters. I hated same it. thing with the batters. Stepping out of the batter's box. But that's yeah. the thing. It, it That's the thing. That has been a thing in baseball 
since the dawn of time, and it's a mind fuck that yeah, batters let's evolve. do. Let's evolve a little that's, bit. That's what batters do to fuck with the pitcher, and that's what the pitcher does to fuck with the batter. You telling me that that can't influence outcomes of games? I don't, I Having know, 30 it, minutes shaved off? How long is the pitch clock? <laughs> So if, you, if you do not have a runner on second base, it's 15 seconds. Yeah. If you have a runner on second, first and second, it's 20 seconds. That's plenty of time to get yourself <laughs> yes. together. No, I don't disagree with the fact that, yes, it does make the game not as long. I just feel like it's – I don't know. Like, it's, like, what would be the reverse effect in the NFL? Like, you have a play clock, but there – it just feels like there could be outcomes of games determined differently. If you I get what back you're saying, the history of games. I just don't think it's going to affect and the you game. You implemented that in the playoffs. I guarantee you'd have different winners. You would. I really do. I don't. I think it fucks with the game. I don't. I don't. I don't see it that way. I mean, everybody's I don't, I don't just going to have to. I, don't think, I totally I don't agree think, with I don't your, think the rituals, I don't think rituals have gonna, anything to do with wins and losses. I think it's going to boost the focus in every defensive position, and including the batter. Everyone's going to have to be more in tune and be more focused at a more precise time. They they can't sit there and and waste time anymore. Be a fucking you're professional and be, do what you're fucking you're, paid to you're do. Have to Hit the fucking ball or pitch the fucking ball I'd, and move the fuck on. I feel like it benefits. You're getting paid benef- millions of it fucking be- it dollars. It benefits the offense too much. It benefits the batter way too much. I think. I think it's. It can be a negative thing for the batter too. They've got to get in there and they've got to get ready and and they know that I, there's a clock on them too. The clock work, is on yeah, them too. It, it I mean, work both ways. It, it's going to affect both the pitching and the hitting. I'm curious. Has any any? Uh, I haven't seen yet. Like I'd I'd want to know like somebody that's been pitching for like over. 10 to 15 you like what does justin verlander feel about it like i want to know like has any any of the professional like pitchers that have been pitching justin for long- verlander is one of those pitchers that that doesn't waste time right but I'm and, getting, and he's one of the be- best pitchers of all time in my if it's taking you if it's taking you more than 15 more to 20 seconds not, to he pitch Kate Upton. No, no, if you're taking more than 15 to 20 seconds to pitch then you obviously aren't prepared yeah, I, to me, a guy like Justin Verlander is not going to be affected by it. The coaching is going to have to speed up. You're going to have to get the signals in quicker. I don't know, man, gonna, like, Everybody's going to have to be more on their I game, and like it's going to be more exciting. It was one of those ways to, for, like, you think about these pitchers going in to relieve or to save a game, and think about, like, Wrigley Field just being packed to the brim, and it's an important game, a must-win that I just feel like it's going to fuck with the anxiety I, I just think it's going it's to be more exciting for the fans, too, because they're going to have to pay just, more I, attention. I'm not against Everyone's it. I just I don't closer. like – I'm not against it. I just wish – why didn't we have this fucking 40 years ago? You know what I mean? Like, why do we have to have just it Just the now? evolution of technology. Just, and yeah, technology, man. I mean, it's just, attendance but, but, as well what, for baseball games and every shit. Every fucking year with baseball. First, it's like, let's add a fucking replay. Let's add a fucking challenge. Let's add this. Do you think, let's do that. I think the attendance is going to go up because people like, are going to know. How much can we change baseball? People are going to. Baseball should be the one fucking game that's not fucked I, with. I would rather. I would. I would rather them keep. I would rather them keep this pitch clock. And bring back the sh- the the defensive shift, 
more than anything. Like I, I didn't see anything wrong with defenses. I, do, shift, I didn't shifting, have a, I didn't have a problem shifting with that. And for, if for these left handers that only pull the fucking ball, right? Mm-hmm. If you know they're always going to pull the ball, then Fuck yeah, shift, 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 shift shift your defenders. I, I agree. And you know, I used to do that shit all the time yeah. playing softball. Mm-hmm. You, you know. It's just People. part of the strategy of the game. Yeah, it's the taking sh- a, the, the, the a part. Sh- that's shift. messing with the integrity of the that, game. hundred percent. The shift ne- should have never yeah, been that's, taken that's away. That's more messing with the integrity than the pitch clock, in my opinion. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is, like, look at what's been added over the years. The challenges, the replay, the pitch the clock. The foul ball replay, the foul I think. Ball is they replay. needed challenges. The, the, they needed challenges. And out, especially... But like I said, in man, the there's been so many games that in the playoffs that have, people have fucking titles and pennants that you can't go back and change. That all these tiny rules—that's just a, they're a product tired, of the time. I'm tired of and the now tiny we're a product of this time. rules because there's so many that have been added over the last fucking ten years. There should be asterisks on every fucking World Series then. If you want to keep changing the fucking rules, no, just just that's just how no, it was. Yeah, then. that that was be. the time. You're fucking with it. That was the era really hasn't of when been baseball that, was played. That then. much changes. There really hasn't been that much changes. Oh there's God. been yes, there's there been has. there's been more changes in the NFL than there has been in baseball. Yep, I mean that's a whole another rabbit hole to go. But down But they with haven't that. been necessary. They shouldn't have fucked with the shift. You can argue I challenges. Agree, I, I, I agree with I you agree with, with the shift. They, the, but yeah, they I needed challenges. They needed challenges. I think for outs in big games, but yes. But that's what and I'm... And foul balls do, in every game. Do, do y'all understand that I'm not disagreeing with your argument? I'm saying that you <laughs> can't... doesn't sound like it. I'm saying you can't... Because of all the changes, think about all the games. There's got to be somebody that had a fucking World Series stolen from them by one fucking pitch that these rules affect, and it's like, motherfucker, I wish I had that then. So you're, you're thinking the pitching is maybe, could be, off throughout the season because of the pitch clock, because of the, the amount of time they have to kind of Absolutely. rush. With, but not every pitcher takes a lot of time to, yes. to get prepared. Not everyone does. I, I guess. Maybe a small portion, but a hefty majority of pitchers, what, they, all, what I'm getting at is they not, get that pitch off not, before 15 it's seconds anyway. It's not the anyway. of the pitch clock. It's the fact that, okay, we changed the pitch clock. It seems like over the last 10 years, there have been so many dramatic changes to the game of baseball that if I was a player, if I was like Greg Maddox or Chipper Jones or somebody that didn't have these advantages, like I'd be fucking pissed. Well, I'm sure that they did a ton of research and went back and and – Made these parameters based on what happened before. Yes, how, that how fast not, pitchers pitch. Yes, and that is why. What, what is the average? Make. So they they came up with this it's based just, on the past. It's just not fair to every. Do you do, does that? What I'm saying makes sense. Like, I think they're just cutting out a, a, a minute few pitchers that do take. All the, all the changes, all the changes that have happened in Major League Baseball over the last several years are affect in, in, in one way or another. That's, it would have affected games. I think the replay makes it better. And that's not okay. It sounds like what you're trying to say is it's not fair that these rules are here now compared to 
the rules and I get in technology. baseball in the fucking golden era in the 50s. It's mm-hmm. it, not even there's that. A, there's a 80s big and fucking, 90s. There's a 90s, big difference. 90s, 30 there's years a big ago. There's a difference, man. There's a big 30 huge years difference. ago. 30 years there's ago. There's a big difference in technology, man. Yeah, like it's, I said, we're a product we're, we're of our evol- time. We're, we're evolving. So, Every not, sport is evolving. But, but did it need did it? I'm not, I'm not sure counting I'm not sure counting the 15 and 20 is a technological advance. To say that it's a technological advance, and that's why we would need to add a. It's using it's, technology. It's a rule change. Yeah, no, 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 I'm just saying not, there's not there's not a there's not a need for. No, it. it's not because you could just trust that to an umpire to have a clock. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's not a technological well, so, advantage. So, so it's it's a change of rules that can affect the outcome invent, of a game. It's an invent advancement using technology, using a clock, digital clock. Well, hang on. Quick question then. So we opening day just happened. We've had spring training. We've had scrimmages. We've had exhibition type games. Has there already been an outcome of a game affected because of the play call? It's hard to say. No, no I mean it's hard. You, no, you don't have enough no, data. Ha- you don't have enough data. Either no, way, no, there hasn't been. There hasn't been the last inning if situation it, it's already. Make pitchers the just last be more inning on their like, game. Oh, we missed they, this. They, Game's they, over. They have pen- they have already penalized pitchers. I think it's going to enhance the game. So enhance what happens? The strategy, so, the preparation, everything. Adrian, you get a strike. It's just a strike. Or if you're if it's the batter committing an infringement, you get a strike. If it's the pitcher, you get a ball. So and do you think we'll get a time this season which, which that we're going to have with that? the but, outcome of the game? Right, right. So is there going to be a time this season where we have that where it's the pitcher's fault? A hundred fucking walked, percent. And because of that, the last run scores all because of this. Yes, individual change. Statistically speaking, that will happen. It it would have to, because if you're a pitcher and you get a clock violation, that's happened in the past a, with box. When a pitcher box, runner advances. It's I mean. This stuff is already built into the game, and, and you're just going to see it a lot more. I just, do I just feel like that. And I, and I'm like, I'm not going to argue anymore. I just, it does. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't I, like the. I never liked when batters can step out of the batter's box whenever they fucking please. I didn't like that. Throw off I, the timing of pitching. I, I didn't like that. Well, I mean, you talk about outcomes of games, then why not like challenges? Because that's yeah. the biggest thing when it oh, comes no, to I'm outcomes of games. Oh no, I'm not saying I don't games. like it. I don't. I don't. I, I don't think it's fair that a team fucking loses because an umpire called. Um, a runner out when they should have been safe. 100%. I, you know, guys, uh, you're not this, listening to me. Not, I don't this, disagree. This, I this like the, the changes, <laughs> but for the integrity of the game, it's fucking it up. So it I, sounds like you don't like the changes. I, whatever. <laughs> yes, I do like them. I do agree with you that that uh, challenge is necessary, but it's not fair to every other team that didn't get that when they should have. We've all been watching games in the playoffs and be like, that's fucking. That's not a strike. You know what I mean? That was that was outside the box. That's a ball. I'm not a fan of but like. But now they can challenge that, and those other teams that have gotten fucking robbed. I'm not a fan of the, of them, you know, dictating or that's, going back and reviewing that's, balls that's and strikes. In the past. We can't change. the I don't past. like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like we can't just, change the just past. Just fucking leave it alone. And that. But the minor the, stuff. It's always I'm been up to the ump's. So fucking leave we it up to the We can't change the past. But we didn't answer my question. Was it? <laughs> Was it the best? Was it a good change? Yes or no? I mean, that's that's the thing. That's what yes, I asked. For my the opinion, grand scheme yes. of things, yes, I do think it is a good. There we change. go. Now we can move on to the next topic. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think it's a good change. 
like I said, I like it. I think it's going to boost attendance in games. People are not going to be sitting out in the damn boiling sun yes. for four hours. They're going to get out of there Fuck. 45 it's, minutes earlier. Especially when, when people when are going to have a game go. go into like 10, 12, 13 innings. 100%. But is that the best? Are you just ta- speaking of baseball in general? Is that the best change? What would you in, 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 in any sport? Ooh. Because that's something that Barstool Sports has. So asked. you're you're saying is the pitch bar- clock the best change in any sport that has had a change? That's that's basically what I'm saying is because Barstool. What is something asked? Hold on, let me find it. It's kind of like the extra point being scooted back. I mean, that's another thing we could debate too, because that that has affected outcomes of games. I think the yeah. I think the coaches' challenge in the NFL was the best. Like being able to have two challenges take away a timeout, like that is still the best change. And they're they're changing rules in in just college football in general. Like the clock doesn't stop when you get a first down anymore this season. Like doesn't don't you feel like that's a more monumental change that could like because like like you like so yeah that, to, to risk play, it losing one of to, your three to, timeouts. To play on what James and Adrian were saying, like it's gonna be it's gonna be a minimal outcome with the pitch clock, right? Right. But the flag in football to throw a challenge flag. That's that's a huge change. So so Barstool Sports yesterday posted an article that said the pitch clock is the best rule change in the history of sports. And that's what I'm asking. Is it the best rule change in the no, history of sports? Probably not. No. But for baseball, I mean, for it's, baseball, it's one probably, of them. Yeah. yeah. The history of sports, like what else do you think would rival it though? I would say the challenge flag. Um the, Hell, the inclusion of the three point line. Didn't that that's huge. That's a, I mean, Ooh, that's, an, that's good. That's an, a fifty percent addition to the maximum amount of points that you can score on uh-huh. a single possession. Yeah. That's that's and significantly better. They're more important than pitch in fifteen seconds. Yeah, I would say the three point line challenge flag. Um, going from a from a didn't they used to do uh, what was it before a ten count in boxing? It was either less or more. I can't remember. But that you're going back into like the twenties and shit. And I, I think in general that just the challenge flag, the replay is is the greatest so you, alteration you, of the do you game. Think the pitch clock's in the any best sport. in all sports. Um, probably not. But I think when when we account for the purpose of it, maybe. I mean, because the purpose of it again is is to make the game go by faster. Yeah, I mean, it's shaving I mean, off thirty you, minutes. If you think, because here's the statistics here from all of the opening day games, only two games, only two games on opening day went over three hours. Actually, hold on, three. Did the, did any of those and, go in extra? And one of, one of those was barely so. Pirates and Reds was three was three hours two seconds. Were they extra innings at all? Phillies and Rangers was three hours four seconds, and then Orioles and or four four minutes. Sorry, and then Orioles and Red Sox was three minute or three hours and ten minutes. All nine innings. Yes. Okay. Yeah, none of them were extra innings or anything. Right. So I mean, yeah, you're shaving fifteen to twenty minutes off. I think that's huge, but. 
How many, how many how many runs were scored now, though in those games that went longer? Those high scoring games. Well, Phillies and Rangers, it was yeah. eighteen combined runs. Yeah, and that's not the Rangers, your average game. The Rangers scored nine runs in the fourth inning. I mean, that fourth inning right there was probably an hour and by that, itself. That right there, I think, is the benefit. That's what the MLB wanted. The reason they added this was to be like, we want more excitement. We, we feel like games are getting too boring, and this is going to help. I think this year you're going to see a ton of more high-scoring games. Would you agree, Adrian? You're going to see a ton more people attend games. Yeah. I think that's the biggest Probably. thing. It's, it's yeah. all about money. But that's that brings me to my next question. Are ticket prices going to remain the same? And do you think they should be discounted because of now they're shorter? Do you think you should be paying the same amount of money? Rangers' prices are always going up. Yeah, the prices are going to change. Do you see what no. I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, but no, I don't Should think the du- I don't think the duration of the amount of time that you spend there is what quantifies how you get to a price amount. I think I it's disagree. the experience. I disagree. There's a there's a um, so right, put it this way. So five hundred dollars dollar no, 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 one hang on, dollar hang on a second. Hour. Hang on a second. One five hundred dollars for an hour with Megan Fox versus five hundred dollars for a night with a four. That's that's not the same thing. That's exactly the same no, thing. You're not, not paying for the duration. Tickets, you're paying sporting, for the experience. Sporting, sporting tickets are always going to be based on, especially when it comes to, especially when team it comes success. to M- MLB, is going to depend on team success and also who they're playing. Mm-hmm. Like if I go mm-hmm. to a Rangers game when they're playing, let's say, I don't know, the Mariners. Let's go with right now. Let's say I go to a game where the they're twins. playing the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. I can probably get a really good ticket for probably home behind home plate good for maybe seats. 60 to 70 bucks. Probably but cheaper than that. if I want to go when they're playing the Yankees, mm, it's gonna I'm going to play I'm going to probably pay easily Close to two hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not seats. it's not the because amount of time you spend the there. Yankees. And that's with any level of competitive sports. Yes, yeah, a hundred percent. But that's my my, my question is: Do you do you think that is fair as a fan? Should it if you know that the experience is going to be shortened, should the price be discounted it, even no. by five no. bucks? No, 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 because they're not going to prorate that. Why not though? Because it, it again, just it like does, Adrian it said, it doesn't matter how much time I spend there. It depends on. The quality. Who are playing? Who are playing? Quality of stadium. The stars that are going to be there. Yeah. You know, it, Amos it was damn well and ready to pay thirty nine dollars to go see Mike Jones. I paid. <laughs> That's true. The, the last, the <laughs> yeah. last, the last professional baseball game I went to was the Phillies and Braves in Philadelphia. I paid three hundred dollars for three tickets. Weren't you like front row or close behind like first base? I was seven rows behind home plate. Yes. So we were we had a very good view. Yes. And that was per ticket, correct? Per ticket. And five years ago, we went to a Rangers and Astros game, and tickets were about what was a hundred seventy eighty dollars, and it was it was the season after the Braves won the World Series. Yes. And the Phillies had just got Bryce Harper. Mm -hmm. So you know, yeah, yeah, I I agree with what you're saying, and I and I I wasn't, you know, I'm just curious. Does do you think that would become a factor? Is that something they think about? Because then, in the grand Probably, scheme of things, yeah. it's it's fifteen minutes. You know what I mean? Fifteen yeah. to twenty minutes average. So, if anything, they'll they will just keep their concession open longer, because that payment for the amount of time that they're paying those employees should stay the same. So they keep a concession open longer instead of closing down at the seventh inning. They'd get more revenue from that. 
I do like the fact that a pitch clock will, you know, hurry the fuck up, motherfucker. Yeah. I get that. I like that part of it. I, However, I do agree that the three-point line and probably the challenge flag mm-hmm. and instant replay, replay in general, yeah. not yeah. even just, but in, in all sport, sports, yeah. That's the, the instant replay. Um, yeah, the instant replay, right? Like, not, not a challenge replay, but like instant, like golf. Yeah. People used to watch golf without fucking replays. I can't watch golf with it. I mean, I'll watch highlights, but I don't think I've ever tuned into a Masters from beginning to end. I know you have, but has anybody else like? Does anybody else just watch golf? Yeah, Grandpa Scott does. He's eighty six. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, imagine watching golf without getting to see the fucking shot. You'd have to be the instant replay. You'd have to be there to see it. Watching live. baseball without seeing where the ball went. Yeah, I mean, instant replay that's increases re- the integrity that's, of the game. But that's, not that's not a rule change. That is not challenge yeah. flags are challenge like challenging flag, three point line. Yeah, in, we're in, talking in about rule changes in basketball. They the they shot challenge. clock HD. The shot clock era. Shot clock is pretty. Big. Shot clock era. I think is bigger than the pitch. I count. think yeah. the the biggest rule change for me was allowing the opposing team in the NFL to at least get one more shot. In overtime. Yes. That's to me In football, yeah. They still though, don't have it right. Like, even it should though be it's, college. Yeah, even yeah. though it's still, to me, fucked up, I, t- I would rather see it be just better. like college. But at least they're giving another team a chance. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That plays into that bullshit argument that I was trying to give about baseball, man. There's tons of teams that didn't get that opportunity. They just lost to a fucking field goal kick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I agree with that. I think that's the biggest major rule change in the nfl or in general and, and, and that, that's what i was about to say in, the NFL. in, in our lifetime right like but, the yeah. shot clock has existed since we've yeah. been alive the three-point line has existed since we've been alive yeah the challenge flag has been existed since we've been alive hasn't it challenging they calls used to get one first in and any now they get sport two. is the is the most revolutionary adaptation to the game to make it more and, so in our lifetime, I think the two most in our lifetime would be, number one would be what you just said about overtime adjustments in the NFL yeah. and then the pitch clock. It's gonna, it's, I'll say this. I don't like it right now because of the, my argument of You'll past shit. It. But it's not, yeah, I, I know I will because I don't, I agree with everything y'all say it stands for. I'm talking about all these teams my Braves, you're yeah, you're, you I, know I what get, I mean. Like, I get it, what you're saying. It, it, it can just fuck yeah, I'm the member berries. It sucks. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's what it is. That's and, the member but berries. at the same time, that's uh, y'all made good points because we started talking about how the NFL used to be, the NBA before a three point line. There's tons of people that watch sports that didn't get their cake and eat it too because of the way the game evolves. And that's the, it, it, in ten years from now, we're not even going to think about it. It's just going to be a part of the game. Yeah, because we adapt to as fans and as sports enthusiasts as well. No matter what the sport is, yeah, we adapt. I'm sorry for thinking of this topic and making us yell at each other. No, I, lo- I love that <laughs> shit. Like we, we 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 brought that up last weekend. Uh, a, f- a friend of ours listens to podcast, and we talked about the one time me and Jared were yelling at each other, getting into an argument, and it was one of the best podcast materials we ever recorded. Was it, the one, was it the one about PlayStation? Yeah, it was about yes. PlayStation. <laughs> it was about PlayStation, yes. and James cut and it Black Fri- because he Black thought Friday? we were gonna fight, <laughs> and we were just Black arguing. Friday. 
but no, like I love, I love that shit. I love, like, I love guys, because here's guys, the thing, we're all like friends here. Yeah, like at the <laughs> when we get done arguing into this fucking microphone, y'all are some of my favorite people to be around. Like I'm not gonna like the, your opinion, what you say about this podcast, and anything we say on this podcast isn't gonna change how I feel about you as a person. I will always love y'all. I fucking love you. <laughs> so, my final or my topic: documentaries. Mm. What is, in your opinion, the best documentary you've ever watched? So I, mm. what brought this to my mind is I have, I have a couple that come to mind, and mine, mine, like I have, I have some that I'm like, man, that was very like emotionally moving, right? Or there's some that make you go, what the fuck? Mm. You know what I mean? And have like a twist in it. But, like, what's the one documentary that you've watched? And while y'all think about this, I'll talk to the audience and tell them two of mine that come to my mind right off the bat. Um, the first one is called, uh, oh, man, is it Fallen Angels or Angels? Um, it's a documentary about Skid Row. It's about the homeless people that inhabit Skid Row, which, if you don't know, is one of the most heavily populated homeless uh blocks in all of los angeles and the stories that these people tell and like if you were like passing them i'd be guilty of it too you'd give them weird looks because of the way they look they're strange they're different they smell all these things but they all everybody in that documentary and i i'm gonna have to look that up because i think every i i really like listeners i don't i don't care because I don't know who listens, but everybody on this podcast should watch that documentary. And I'll try to get the name of that before uh, the podcast ends. Um, but um, that that's that that that's up there for me. And there's another one. There's two more called. One's called Tall Hot Blonde, um, which is uh, it was on Netflix for a long time. And that's kind of like your mind fuck. It has a twist at the end. And the other one that comes to mind is actually an ESPN 30 for 30. And it's about, I can't believe uh, they haven't made a movie about this person yet. Because it's ho- it's it's Hollywood written all over. It's basically like the story of like Rocky but meets prison. It's the story of Dewey Bozella who was wrongfully accused of a murder. And... It is his story, Dewey Bozella's story is, is simply fucking amazing. And it should be a Hollywood movie. Um, he was wrongfully accused of a murder and he served over 30 or 40 years in Sing Sing Federal Penitentiary and um, f- turned to boxing because he was so frustrated that he was accused of this murder that he didn't commit and he became a boxer and he learned how to box. And act, when he was finally free, he got his license to box from Nevada and actually boxed in an undercard match. Mm. And it is an amazing story. I think I've heard of that one, yeah. Dewey Bozella. So, like, it's a 30 for 30. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember oh, the name love, of that one, but yeah. it, the, na- the guy's name is Dewey Bozella. So, mm-hmm. those are my, like, three documentaries that, that, that come to mind. Yeah. I've got a, a couple that pop into my mind. The best that never was was a 30 for 30 that... Is one of my favorites. Also, one of the most entertaining documentaries you'll ever watch that is fucking hilarious is Grizzly Man. Oh God, yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't think about that. That's one of my favorites. If you've never seen it, you got to watch it. It's about a guy who 
thinks that he's he's one with the wildlife. Is it in Alaska or well, Canada? So so Grizzly Man is about this guy that um, he thinks that he he is a self proclaimed uh, grizzly bear expert. And I'm a grizzly he, bear expert. He didn't just do this one time. He did this for over 13 years. He would go with himself and a tripod into the Alaskan wilderness, into the bush, and live with grizzly bears. He did this 13 times. He had no expert training. He didn't do anything. He just filmed and lived with them. Very weird guy. Very strange. Very kind. Of, he looks like fucking Andy Dick. And he would just go out and, like, he's just very eccentric and he's very just kind of he's he's probably got some kind of like schizophrenia behavior he's very playful like he's very kind young spirited but then he like snaps he's he, not schizophrenia he looks like he has bipolar disorder okay and um he did this for 13 summers in a row and then the last one he did he was mauled to death by a grizzly. I was about to say, did they eat him? Yeah, 100%. because generally that's that's and how that shit. Ends. And they, they found the footage and, he, and all of that. And he stuff. left the lens cap on, and somewhere online you can get the audio track. Um, he he brought his girlfriend that he convinced to be his girlfriend because he's very weird, and I don't see how this guy was able to talk to women. Um, but it's made by Werner Herzog, mm-hmm. who's a famous uh, German documentarian. And um, mm-hmm. if you if you watch the Mandalorian, he's the guy that I would like to see the baby. That's Warner. He's a collector. Yeah, he's yeah. And so he makes a ton of documentaries, and this is probably one of his best. Is it's Grizzly Man? That that one's up there. I I totally an honorable mention would be Blackfish. That Blackfish one was, was good. Blackfish was yeah, it was really good. Is that the uh, one about Tilikum? Yeah, and mm-hmm. SeaWorld. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a very good one. That was sad. I mean, I still went to SeaWorld. After it, but yeah, so did we. <laughs> I mean, I think ki- taking just, your kids to SeaWorld as as a kid being able to see shit that you'll probably never ever get to yeah. again is one thing. But as an adult, there's people that just go to fucking SeaWorld as adults to just be there, and I'm like, eh, that's kind of yeah. yeah we went about five years ago, and it just brought back you know childhood memories of going. Yeah, when I, I was mean, a kid, I think all kids should go to SeaWorld at definitely. Least once. And it, that documentary that. gave me a whole new insight to. Animal training, what goes on behind closed doors, and the treatment of the zoos. Just like, zoos in general. In general. I watched I watched Blackfish in the Cove. I think this was called the Cove, like in the same weekend. And the Cove was the one where about the the dolphin trade in Japan, like all the dolphins being murdered and things like that. Very interesting. Like, and then I never knew that they had mutilated and murdered so many of the trainers either, because mm-hmm. they they wash that shit up because they want you to come into their park. Yeah. They don't want these to be seen as what they are. Shamu animals. Killed a bitch. And orcas are the most powerful animals. They're what they're they're like on Earth. They're like in the top three they're most the, dangerous predators. They're at on the, the top planet. of the food chain. Yeah. I do remember this wasn't a documentary that I'm using as mine, but I remember seeing a video in in middle school or high school of the orcas just playing with seals. Mm-hmm. And it was that raw shit that you would see when you were a kid of them just throwing exactly, them up, yeah. bloody carcasses they, up. That's what they do. Ripping them in half. Like, just wild. Any Animal Planet documentary is cool. National yeah. Geographic. God damn, Adrian, yeah. Adrian just, just busted, busted ass. ass. <laughs> and it fucking stinks. It smells like orca death. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't do it over <laughs> it, sm- it smells like, her shit smells like chum. <laughs> God. Shit, you trying to fish for some catfish? <laughs> what did you hey. eat? Mark Road? I was God at a friend's damn. house earlier. We had a uh, a crab boil. Did you shove it up your ass? <laughs> yeah, you sure fucking did. Is that onion? Onion and ketchup. 
So, what other ones, Jared, or was that? Um, okay, so I've got one of them is a is a is one well, not a classic. Joseph might find it a classic. Uh, Bill Maher's Religious. Mm. I loved that. That's just a good. You mispronounced it. it no, I'm pretty sure it's religious. Religious. Really, religious. That's yeah. I put the wrong. G yeah, it's into good. It. Good. good. Religious. Um, that was a really good one. That's a good prodding and joke at a lot of the world religions um if you question your faith you should watch religious definitely definitely um the second one though it's called brooklyn castle so it follows yeah. five kids at a junior high in brooklyn in one of the inner city um lower poverty inner city schools and this school has won more chess tournaments than any other school in the nation and it follows these five individual oh, students. Oh, I've heard of this one. Yeah, it came out in uh, Have you I heard think of this? 2012. You'd like this one. Uh, it follows these no. five individual <laughs> kids, and it is, it's probably one of the best documentaries ever. Following these kids and their path, and as they go up through it and everything, and it kind of shows their training regimen as part of the school that they go to. It's pretty cool. That one, that golf one on Netflix is very good. Have you seen that? No. You what would you would love that. Uh can't remember that. Legend name. of Bagger Vance. No, it's about it's about it's it's about, it's, it's, it's basically it's, it's basically a raw a raw rated R uncut of behind the masters and all like like all the golf players and like all the bullshit like they penetration and all? I seen the one that they did on Tiger when oh. poor kid his dad was such a piece of shit. May he rest in peace, but he was a piece of shit. Yeah, Tiger Woods' dad. He's basically like his Michael dad, Jackson's dad. Like, while his dad... Like, while Tiger was practicing on the golf course, his dad was fucking some bitch, like, in the in an RV on the fucking course. Crazy. Good for him, man. <laughs> well, so this is a little bit of jealousy in your voice, Adam Adrian. What, what, what would be yours, Adrian? Your top uh, documentary. Do you have a, any? There's a couple. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you guys actually mentioned Werner Herzog because one of the documentaries he did um, about prison. He's done a lot of documentaries about, about prison about because he's he's very um, <coughs> he's against capital punishment. So a lot of the documentaries, prison documentaries he's done is are are in texas and one of the, the ones that i like is called uh <coughs> into the abyss um about michael perry and jason burkett jason burkett i actually got to meet in real life um i, I took him to northwest texas hospital to get a colonoscopy <laughs> no shit yeah yep and i was did i was talk to, him? Did you talk to him yeah i was looking at him and His i was colon? Like, and i was just for, pe a, at for a, people at a, that, well, I people seen his colon too. But <laughs> for people that are I've seen his insides. Who, who, is, who is Jason Burkett? So Jason Burkett and Michael Perry are these two guys that uh, got convicted of murder in um, Conroe, Texas, which is just north of Houston. Um, basically, what they did is they broke into a lady's house and they tried to steal her car, and they ended up shooting her. And then her son, who pulled up to the house later on, they ended up kidnapping him, killing him, threw his body in a lake. Uh, anyway, um, Michael Perry ended up getting convicted of capital murder, and he was sentenced to death. And they put him, they 
they executed him in 2011. Well, Jason Burkett didn't get the death penalty. Only Michael Perry did. And so that's where there's kind of controversy because they were both equally involved in these murders. But one got the death penalty, one did not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why Werner Herzog did the whole documentary to begin with. Um, it's because he feels like that was unfair and of course, again, he's against capital punishment. So, but Jason Burkett, like I said, I I took him to Northwest. He he was originally assigned to the All Red Unit, but he was on Clements um, to go to Northwest for his colonoscopy appointment. And so I was I was on that that run, and I seen his I seen his face, and I'm and I was like I know this guy from somewhere. I just don't know where. I've seen a, I've seen his face. And then I looked at his. We 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 carry with us uh, what's called a travel card. It's an inmate travel card. It's got their name, their number, uh, their picture, what they're in for, mm-hmm. scars, marks, tattoos, yada yada. And I was looking at his travel card, and I seen his name on there, Jason Burkett. And I was like, I've heard this name somewhere. Where have I heard his name? Where have I seen his face? And it finally clicked, and I was like, Oh shit. He's on that Netflix documentary, Into the Abyss, and I I and I talked to him. I said, I said, you're on Netflix, aren't you? And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, there's a couple of other documentaries I'm on too on uh, Investigation Discovery. And I was like, no I'm shit. Be about this. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that's was one of my favorite documentaries, and then also another one that's also probably about prison. Uh, Southwest of Salem, which is about the San Antonio Four. That's another one of my favorite ones. What's and that then, one about? Um, so these four lesbians uh, in San Antonio um, got convicted of basically gang raping these two children that were one of the four's nieces. Right. And, is it still on Netflix? Um, no, it wasn't on Netflix. I think it was on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. What's it called again? Uh, Southwest of Salem. I think I've heard of this. Don't spoil it because I think Brianna wanted to watch this one. Does she listen to us? Well, no, I'm saying don't spoil oh. it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's about these four four women who are lesbians in San Antonio. They get convicted of raping, gang raping these two little girls that are nieces of one of the four lesbians. Um, and it's basically about um, how, you know how in the 80s and 90s there was like this whole satanic ritual bullshit going on? Mm-hmm. where And so that's basically what they, what they highlight is that this is how, this is the reason why they got convicted of it is because the jury really believed that these women were trying to sacrifice these little girls when that really wasn't the case. The whole thing was um, the the father of these two girls was upset that um, his wife's sister didn't want to sleep with them. And so he convinced his daughters to lie to police and saying that all these lesbians rape, raped the little girls. But... Essentially, they get exonerated of all of all charges, and basically, the documentary uh, 
highlights their whole trial okay. of what they went through to mm. to clear their names, basically. Right. So, mm-hmm. and then probably, uh, and and I just want to do an honorable mention. I know we know, I probably should have only done one, but Bowling for Columbine is another one of my favorites. Even though I can't fucking stand Michael Moore, I don't like what he stands for. But supersized bowling for Columbine. I think that was Michael Moore. Was it? No, no that was no, Michael that Moore. was a Michael Moore. Who Fahrenheit nine eleven was Michael Moore. Who did yeah. super Fahrenheit nine eleven? Supersized, just some random dude. It was another guy. Yeah, was it? Okay. Uh, but Michael Moore. I, even I though I don't, I, even though I can't stand the guy, Bowling for Columbine really is a great documentary. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, I. What do you think of Fahrenheit nine eleven? I like Fahrenheit nine eleven too. That's good. Honestly, if you um, want a good nine eleven documentary, Loose Change. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a War on Terror nine eleven documentary that's on Netflix right now, and the, a new Waco see John Waco with um, David Koresh and all of that that went down in the nineties. I have to watch. I want to watch one. that one. I'll have to watch that one because the Waco. A lot of people don't know this. Because this actually ties in, because I, I found this out watching Bowling for Columbine, but Timothy McVeigh, who bombed the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, City. Um, building, he was, the reason why he did what he did was because he was upset at what happened at Ruby Ridge in Waco. Yeah. And watching Bowling for Columbine, I learned that, and I, and I had had no idea why. Ruby what, Ridge what, was crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of really messed up. But um, thanks to Colin, Bowling Bowling for Columbine, you know, I found out what Timothy McVeigh's actual motives were, which I didn't know at the time. So, um, so yeah, that's that's definitely up there with the other two that I mentioned as far as documentaries go. Two two more that I want to bring that I think are must watches. Um, I think they're still available on Netflix. One's called Wild Wild Country. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's about a religious group that literally took over a town. Um, that it inspired the story of the game, the the video game Far Cry Five. It's about a religious group that takes over a community. And has like basically like a uh, showdown with law enforcement in Iowa hmm. that happened in the 80s. And it's about a, an Indian man named Bagwan that it's, it's fucking wild, man. Like it's something, it's up there with like Timothy McVeigh and all that shit. And the, uh, what, are, what are they called? What were they? What was their group called? The Branch Davidians. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's up there with the Branch Davidians. Like I can't believe nobody had, I had never heard of this. When it was made, so uh, Wild Wild Country is one, and then another one is called Don't Fuck with Cats. Yeah, I've, I think I started that one. But I never finished it, dude. It is so good. It starts with a guy put on YouTube a video of him murdering these cats. He put them in a vacuum sealed bag, and he it just was a random video, and he turned it on, and it, and it was in a four. It started got it got shared in like this cat lovers group, and yeah. this woman who works as a security guard at casinos in Las Vegas um, who loves cats. She was on our cat lovers Reddit post. It showed it there. And it was this man who put these two kittens in a vacuum sealed bag and turned it on and suffocated these kittens and just put it online. Well, 
you know, cat lovers and putting it on there. And th- this this man, this woman, and this other man that lived in a completely different part of the country uh, got to messaging, and they were like, "This is against the law, and we're going to punish him." Well, as they try to investigate him and go through things, he keeps elevating and posting more videos of crimes he commits because he now knows people are looking at him. And so they're trying to get, like, they got the FBI involved and all this shit. And it goes so far so much as to where this guy actually commits a murder on video. And they help solve the case. And it's so fucking crazy of what two people can do using the internet that law enforcement could not do because of jurisdictions. It was, it's fucking crazy. And we're going to circle that back around to a big shout-out to the Amarillo citizens that captured and led to the pursuit and capture of the Polk <laughs> yes. Street Wanker. The Polk Street Wanker. See, everything on this podcast comes full circle. and It's almost like we're just jerking. Yeah, you know, you're just, you, we just jerk it around. In a circle. To, to, in a circle jerk to get to, get to where we need to be to get to at the end. To, which is a successful episode 110. And as we promised, we're going to do a little send-off, and we're going to be singing, uh, well, an old classic of Joseph's. Yeah, this, this, is, a, this is an old folk, folk hymn. Folk. Shout out to those $10 tickets. Thank you for listening to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, episode 110. As always, I'm Mike Jones. I'm Slim Thug. I'm Devin the Dude. I'm Jim. Little flip. <laughs> <laughs> Little flip. Peace.